Welcome to Coffee with Christ. I'm your host, Nicole Jones, and you are listening to episode 53. This is the place where we put normal, ordinary relationship practices to use in our time with God. Hopefully, it's a time marked on your calendars daily. If not, you've come to a great place to start making an appointment for visiting with Him each day. This is not your normal podcast. I don't talk too terribly much, and there are lots of pauses to give you time to breathe and to listen. Let's start with a few moments of quiet. This will help you slow down, settle in, clear the clutter, and breathe. Greet God the way you would an old friend, and then use the next few minutes to listen in the quiet. In our last episode, Exodus 1 picked up where the book of Genesis left off. The Israelites went from 70 people who first entered Egypt with Jacob to a multitude of people who were extremely powerful. Because of their numbers and their power, Pharaoh was threatened by them, so he tried to subdue them through brutal slavery. But the more he oppressed God's people, the more they multiplied. Pharaoh wanted to kill the baby boys, and when the midwives wouldn't do it, he gave a command to throw them all in the Nile River. Let's continue reading in Exodus chapter 2. About this time, a man and woman from the tribe of Levi got married. The woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She saw that he was special baby and kept him hidden for three months. 
But when she could no longer hide him, she got a basket made of papyrus reeds and waterproofed it with tar and pitch. She put the baby in the basket and laid it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile River. The baby's sister then stood at a distance, watching to see what would happen to him. Soon, Pharaoh's daughter came down to bathe in the river, and her attendants walked along the riverbank. When the princess saw the basket among the reeds, she sent her maid over to get it. When the princess opened it, she saw the baby. The little boy was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This one must be one of the Hebrew children, she said. Then the baby's sister approached the princess. Should I go and find one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? she asked. Yes, do, the princess replied. So the girl went and called the baby's mother. Take this baby and nurse him for me, the princess told the baby's mother. I will pay you for your help. So the woman took her baby home and nursed him. Later, when the boy was older, his mother brought him back to Pharaoh's daughter, who adopted him as her own son. The princess named him Moses, for she explained, I lifted him out of the water. Many years later, when Moses had grown up, he went out to visit his own people, the Hebrews, and he saw how hard they were forced to work. During his visit, he saw an Egyptian beating one of his fellow Hebrews. After looking in all directions to make sure that no one was watching, Moses killed the Egyptian and hid the body in the sand. The next day, when Moses went out to visit his people again, he saw two Hebrew men fighting. "'Why are you beating up your friend?' Moses said to the one who had started the fight. The man replied, Who appointed you to be our prince and judge? Are you going to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? Then Moses was afraid, thinking, Everyone knows what I did. And sure enough, Pharaoh had heard what happened, and he tried to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in the land of Midian. When Moses arrived in Midian, he sat down beside a well. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters who came as usual to draw water and fill the water troughs for their father's flocks. But some other shepherds came and chased them away. So Moses jumped up and rescued the girls from the shepherds. Then he drew water for their flocks. When the girls returned to Ruel, their father, he asked, Why are you back so soon today? An Egyptian rescued us from the shepherds, they answered, and then he drew water for us and watered our flocks. Then where is he? Their father asked. Why did you leave him there? Invite him to come and eat with us. Moses accepted the invitation, and he settled there with him. In time, Ruel gave Moses his daughter Zipporah to be his wife. Later, she gave birth to a son, and Moses named him Gershom, for he explained, I have been a foreigner in a foreign land. Years passed, and the king of Egypt died. But the Israelites continued to groan under their burden of slavery. They cried out for help, and their cries rose up to God. God heard their groaning, and He remembered His covenant promise to Abraham, Isaac, and 
and Jacob. He looked down on the people of Israel and knew it was time to act. May God bless the reading and hearing of His Word. First a Hebrew living as an Egyptian, then an Egyptian living in Midian. Moses never felt like he belonged. Think of a time in your life where maybe you didn't feel like you quite fit in. How can that experience help you see Moses in a new way? Even in his younger years, Moses had a heart for rescuing his people. What does that mean to you? Where do you see evidence of God's hand? What does it teach you about who He is?
Holy God, you are the ultimate covenant keeper, remembering your promises hundreds of years after you make them. Your timing is perfect and your ways are just, even when we don't understand. Amen. Thanks for listening to this 53rd episode of Coffee with Christ. If you want to stay encouraged or hear about other resources, you can find me on Instagram at coffee.with.christ or on Facebook at Coffee with Christ. Have a great day and be sure to tune in tomorrow for our next episode.